morning to you. Good morning. It is December the 9th. The 9th. I don't know where I almost got 19th from. Uh, it is December the 9th, and it is a Friday. Like always on Fridays, we like to get, give thanks, especially to all of our um, podcast distribution listeners, international listeners, uh, domestic listeners a little bit too. But like for always, for the people that watch us, whether we're watching on uh, from a Facebook Live or you're watching us from uh, LinkedIn Live, you're watching us on YouTube Live, whichever one it is, we thank you and we appreciate you 100, 1000 percent. Um, like always, again, you will always get gratitude here. Here at Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast choice. Like always, again, we say thank you and we appreciate you for what you do especially for those who wake up early in the morning just to hear my mouth <laughs> just to hear what i have to say um but i will always show gratitude like always 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 all right so before we jump into it we're always going to show uh peace and gratitude for those who listening all right so we would like to thank those that's listening of course in the u.s you know shouts out to you appreciate you um then the next listeners will come from india thank you nigeria thank you south africa germany italy puerto rico kenya united kingdom i think that's a new one i'm not sure canada south korea indonesia uh singapore france netherlands pakistan we say thank you russia thank you uh united arab nations thank you austria thank you algeria algeria thank you saudi arabia nepal i know that's a new one thank you morocco thank you uh mexico thank you for listening new zealand thank you ireland turkey slovenia nibia dominican republic republic dr thank you austria united i mean u.s virgin islands thank you thailand ethiopia malaysia thank you belgium philippines lativia thank you and all my apple podcast listeners i appreciate you 100 percent uh apple podcast is the largest listening um from the listening audience from the distribution then second is Spotify, uh, the web browser, then Google Podcasts. So if you ever like to listen to uh, Consistency as Currency on the go, you can listen to it on those platforms. We're on uh, several platforms. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, uh, where else? Podbean, Amazon Music. We're on all of those platforms for you to listen You know, while you're on the go. And this time... The male listeners is topping it right now. Male listeners is at 50%. Females at 39%. People who don't only want anybody to know uh, what they were born with is 11%. So we appreciate you. And the highest age of listeners is coming from our 23 to 27. So young folks, I appreciate you 100%. Then second is our 35 to 44. Then our 28 to 34 that are 18 to 22 and we also got some from zero to 17 um listening so like always we always want to start in a spirit of gratitude so i say i thank you and i appreciate you um as well so again if i can say good morning to you you can return that and say good morning uh to me as well so we're going to jump into count it all joy count it all joy i'm sure you've heard this before some of you have heard this before. Count it all joy. So now my question to you is when was the last time you felt joy? 
Like, that's a real question. Like, when was the last time that you, as an adult, can say the last time I felt joy was this? I mean, if it's been a long time, I mean, just be honest. You know, be honest, be consciously honest. You know, when the last time you felt joy. Um, Yeah, let's go. All right. Like always, you know, you're going to get definition of words. You're going to get, uh, and in the definitions, you're going to get the inversions, whether it's red over white or white over red, um, that you are able to learn, you know, more about the definition and inverted. Um, and then from there, again, this is an interactive platform to where, however you see the definitions, um, you're able to put that, uh, how you see, how you see it down in the chat as well, just to make this interactive where I can learn from you as well as you can tap into what I have. So we're talking about count it all joy. Now, I remember uh, coming up, hearing, the, hearing the, the, the song, Count It All Joy. I think it was, I think it was the Winans. And I think BB and CC did one too. Because, um, you know, the Winans was the group, the brothers. Then you got BB and CC. That was a separate. But, of course, they were still kinfolk. But count it all joy. Um... I don't remember what I was doing. No, I think I was in a gym when Counting All Joy came to me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about that because um, I don't I don't think, you know, a lot of people know what, what Counting All Joy actually really means. Um, and I can tell you what it means to me, but I want it to be shown and expressed uh, to you that you, too, can count it all joy. All right, here we go. All right, the first definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. The definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And the first uh, inversion that I want you to pay attention to is white over red, which is a feeling. Joy is a feeling. Like there's no other way to really put it. Well, there is plenty of other ways to really put it, but the first way I want you to understand is that joy is a is a is a feeling like it's a it's an emotion and it's a feeling. Um, so, again, the first definition is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And the second definition of joy that I want you to pay attention to is the uh, the emotion. Peace. Good morning. Um Joy is the emotions evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. Right? So that's a little bit different when it comes to, to joy. Because remember, the previous definition it said is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. This is the, this is the joy that we always talk about. Like, right? To be honest, this is the joy that we communicate about. This is the joy that gets passed around. <laughs> this is the joy that everybody can relate to. So then it goes to the second part of joy is emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of processing what one desires. And the inversion on this is red over white and I want you to pay attention to this 
is the emotions evoked by possessing what one desires. The emotion evoked by possessing what one desires. Because remember again, it goes into a feeling of great pleasure or happiness. This is the good stuff. Everybody feels good about it. But now it's like, wait a minute, hold on. You said joy is, is the emotions evoked by possessing what one desires. So now you got to ask yourself, if joy is an emotion and the emotion is evoked by possessing what one desires, so then what is really joy? Like, what is joy to me? What do I possess with joy or what have I possessed that brought about joy? Like, what are the true desires of your heart? What are the true desires of of what you're putting energy into? Because the thing that you put energy into also allows you to begin to manifest the thoughts and to manifest the creativity that you have inside of you. And then when you see the fruits of your labor to actually be be able to begin to be manifested tangibly, you can see it, you can taste it, touch it and acknowledge that it exists. Then that's where that joy kicks in. But joy wasn't there in the beginning. Because remember, it says it is what is invoked by possessing what you desire that means you have to know what you want in order for joy to even begin to to manifest itself through you because joy is a emotion joy doesn't commit itself until you commit to what you are desiring to have I'm going to say that again for whoever's in the back. I'm going to say that again for someone who always talk about joy and they're they're walking around with their head down trying to figure out why is everybody else receiving these things, but I'm not receiving anything. I feel that I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, too. I pray like everybody else. I talk like everybody else, but it is not going to take place for you until you understand what you desire and create that desire for yourself. Not doing it because you want somebody else to see it. Not doing it because you talked about it. But what have you possessed or what have you evoked based on what you desire? So let's talk about evoked. It's in the definition. But how does evoke work for me? So evoke, it says to recall. It says bring or recall to the conscious mind. And the inversion on this is red over white. Bring or recall. Bring, that means you have work to do. That means you have to know where it is. That means you have to know what it looks like. You have to know its name in order for you to recall it. Because have you ever tried to remember something and it just doesn't happen? I don't care. How many times you talk about it or how long you sit there and you ponder on it until you remember what it is, it will not be recalled by you. So you have to identify with those desires inside of your heart in order for you to bring it forward into the conscious mind to say this is going to happen and this is when it's going to happen and this is how it's going to happen. And in order for me to create it, I must identify with what I desire. 
And then as it begins to evoke in the conscious mind, then it can manifest itself to something tangible. It's less more. It's less about what you talk about and it's more about what you do. It's, it's less about the situation that you find yourself in. It is more about how you get yourself out of it. Because we focus on what we don't have and we're missing out on the things that we do. And we're trying to figure out what is joy? Joy is what you create. Joy is what you identify. But this is the best part of the definition that I like. And... When I seen this, I was like, ooh, that's different. Because again, we talk about the happy, happy, joy, joy. And we talk about the things that make us feel good because we can identify. But we're not talking about what happens when all when when the bottom drops. Because this says the choosing to respond to external circumstances with inner contentment and satisfaction contentment is what contentment is a state of happiness because there has to be an inner contentment like what is inside of you and the very first inversion that I want you to pay attention to is white over red inner contentment and satisfaction because the red part, it says choosing to respond to inner, I mean, choosing to respond to external circumstance. Because a lot of times we choose to respond to what is happening outside of us that we forget that what we have inside of us. We forget the strength that we have inside of us. We have forgotten what satisfaction and what happy feels like because we're pointing a finger at what made us mad. We're pointing a finger at what made us upset. We're pointing a finger at what failure looks like, feels like, tastes like, smells like that we forgot that if we're ever going to have some inner contentment, we must create it for ourselves. But you gotta understand and you have to learn how to count it all joy. Count it all joy. That's like one of the softest battle cries that you can ever ever commit yourself to everything that's happening around you and everything that's busting you in the head and everything every wall that you hit I want you to try that out the next time something happens to you that you don't like you just sit back and you say count it all joy <laughs> hey you can say count it all joy five times and I guarantee you that you will feel different about what's going on because you're creating that inside of you. You're creating that inner contentment. You're recalling and bringing yourself back to who you are and not letting those outside situations and circumstances try to move you and, and sway you to do something you know that you naturally wouldn't do. Why would you naturally not learn how to count it all joy? It's there, but you have to pull it out of the desires of your heart. You have to create it. So let's take this quick deep dive and, and 
and then we'll we'll uh we'll go ahead and close it out. Peace. Good morning, Miss Uh Tadali. Oh, Doctor Claudette. Peace. Good morning. So let's talk about this in this deep dive. So I was listening to Steve Harvey a little bit. You know, I I, I seek inspiration um, from a lot of things, and I was listening to Steve Harvey this morning. He said something that was so deep, and I was like, "Ooh, I I, I have to write this down and and commit it to memory," because I don't think there are a lot of us who um, understands this. And when I say it, you can be like, okay, I see that. So what he said was joy and depression cannot reside in the same space. I was like, ooh. Because how many times a lot of us try to keep ourselves and, and try to merge those two in the same space? Or you try to merge something else. But joy and depression cannot reside in the same space. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you try to avoid it. You're going to have to choose one or the other. You have to. Because just think about it for a moment. When it, when it comes down to having joy or having depression or in that space where your PTSD kicks in or, or where the anger is you have to decide which you would want to give space to they can't share it so stop trying to make your depression and your joy share the same space stop trying to make your anger and your joy share the same space like yesterday when we talked about the two wolves, you got the big burly uh, wolf that that feeds you fear, that feeds you uh, discontentment, that feeds you anger and that feeds you in your your anxieties. But then you got the other wolf that shows you life and shows you light, that tells you you can do it, that tells you you got it. But then as the parable goes and continues, the young man had asked the elder like, which one of which one of those wolves gives you the most power and then when he said the one i feed like if you feed into that fear of course that wolf is going to eat if you feed into the positive thoughts and the positive things and you understand that without the the negativity i can't learn what i know how to do i can't learn how to fix it i had to be broken before i'm able to be fixable I had to be teachable before I, I'm able to be learnable. I had to listen before I'm able to speak. So stop trying to make your joy share in the same space as your depression. Like, don't give it to your pain. Stop trying to give the space to your pain. Stop trying to give the space to your anger stop trying to give the space to your fear stop trying to give the space to your long suffering stop trying to give the space to your problems giving the space to your situations because remember that depression and anger is a response to your thoughts 
you can't go to Walmart and go on Amazon and say, you know what, I'm going to buy some anger today. Like, no, you can't. I'm going to go and buy some depression. Like, no, you cannot. You know how depression and anger and, and fear and all that stuff really begins to manifest itself? It is manifested based off of what and how you respond to your thoughts. But just like depression is a response to your thoughts, <laughs> so is joy. So is joy 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 is a response to your thoughts like what if you gave space to joy i mean if you've given space to depression you've given space to your pain you've given space uh to all of those things that do you no good all of those things that have brought you harm but what if you have given space to joy that inner contentment what if you've given space to that inner contentment right just think about that if you don't find joy you have to create it now you can go find things that make you happy but it is still a response to what you see and how you respond to the emotions that you carry so you're creating it you don't go find it you have to create it like what space have you created this year like think about it for a moment like in the past 11 months what space have you created have you created a space of peace have you created a space of prosperity pain grief healing laughter love like what have you created Because when you create the type of space that you desire, you will have to count it all joy. But you can't say, I want peace, but you use war to get it. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. You can't say that you want peace and use war to get it you know like those little games and tricks that some people play that try to make you and persuade you to do certain things you can't say you want peace by using war you use peace to bring about peace you use an apology to come about to create peace you don't use war tactics to create peace because something or someone has to concede because when you concede what you have to admit that you have to let it go and, and let go of those fears and let go of those doubts in order for you to allow yourself to feel again, to even be able to believe that joy can be obtained or obtainable by you. You got people that's afraid of joy because they're afraid of what the feeling uh, gives them because they they're they are afraid that they might lose something else like that saying what it let me see what's what's that saying um it'll it'll come to me but they're they're afraid of joy because they're afraid that they might not have that again 
Because one thing that I want you to remember, that count it all joy are really is really about what lessons have you learned. Like count it all joy. Yes, you can be happy. Yes, you can have peace. Yes, you can have love. And yes, you can have laughter. Yes, you can have wealth. And just like you can have all of those bad things, those situations and circumstances, yes, you can have joy. Apostle Scott, she said, uh, depression and anger is a response to your thoughts. Yes, indeed. Joy is also a response to your thoughts. Yes, indeed. And a contentment. So I'm going to close this out. Um, I want you to think about your space. Like for me, I'm, I know I'm only supposed to be in certain spaces. So like I know like during the, the end of the year from December, January, February, there are lots of things that go on for me. I call it like event season. And I was putting myself in a space of anxiety because I created that space. I begin to tell myself, oh, I got to do this. If this don't work, I got to do that. And this is not going to take place if I'm not doing this. And as I begin to to sit back and I and I really begin to acknowledge, like, what space are you creating? You're creating that space of anxiety. You're creating that 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 empty space that you pour so much into it that does nothing for you when it's filled. So you feel yourself. I was filling myself with so much of the emotions that I know that I don't like the carry because it does me no good. All it does is it 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 create it it harms me. It will muzzle my creativity. So I had to acknowledge what type of space am I am I am I using? What type of space did I create? And I had to take a seat back and I, and I had to look at it like if you're ever going to create a space create a space that you can work in. <laughs> create a space that you can listen and you can learn from somebody else. Create a space that will allow you to be poured into because you can't pour out what you don't have in. Mm, that hit home. <laughs> you can't pour out what you do not have in. Especially as creators, I think that's where we find ourselves a lot. That we're trying to pour out into everybody else. And we're trying to give so much to everybody else that we forgot that that we have to be given to. Like, what if you've given yourself more time? But create that space. All my creatives out there, the people that are always giving themselves, are always giving time to everyone else. Remember that your time is important, too. You are just as important as the time that you give to somebody else. You are just as important as creating a moment for you because you create so many moments for everybody else. And remember 
just to count it all joy. Learn from it. Acknowledge that it exists. And possess those inner contentments. Because you create the space. You create joy. You can't find it. Stop looking for joy in everybody else and looking for joy in everything else. You have to create it if it is ever going to exist. Joy only exists when what? When you possess the desires. So you have to know what it is in order for you to obtain it. All right. You needed to hear this. I appreciate you. Um, man, y'all be blessed. And I'll see you Monday here at Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast of choice. Um, <laughs> I've poured out this morning. Got a busy day, but we all going to make it happen. All right. I poured into you and you take that and you pour it into somebody else. And stop worrying about what's going to happen. And count it all joy. Because there are some things that you've learned throughout the way. Y'all be blessed. Peace.